0: Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast.
1: Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast.
0: As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods.
1: Putting STEM
0: into every classroom, every day. I'm so excited that you joined us on today's episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Today, we get to chat with Pat Person, a.k.a. The Mr. Pat, and I'm so excited because he's got a pilot in the works that is going to turn into a show on PBS in the Los Angeles area with the hope of going countrywide in the United States. Welcome to the show today, Mr. Pat.
1: Hey, Chris. How's it going,
0: man? Everything is great. I'm so excited to chat with a real live celebrity.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You're talking about I'm on like the D.E.F. list. I don't know.
0: (laughs) You're not on red carpets yet and invited to uh, the Oscars?
1: No, but I've probably cleaned a bunch, but other than that, that's about it. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. uh, let, let's uh, let's get chatting with here with Pat today and again you can find him on Twitter at realmistapat Mr. or mrpat.org. You guys started a program for getting kids interested in coding in schools and that's turned into so much more, right?
1: Oh, man. I mean, that's actually where it all started. I co-founded a organization called Kids That Code when I was at Cal State San Bernardino here in the NL Empire because I started the MBA program in entrepreneurship. And Mm -hmm. the first class that we had, I had to start a business. I had 10 weeks to do it. And it just so happens the week before my son, Logan, who was at the time still in preschool, right? He's four years old. Out of the blue, he says, Daddy, I want to be a computer programmer. And I look at him like, what are you (laughs) talking about? You you can barely tie. You can't even tie your shoes. So, uh, you know, just like any parent, I went online and I looked and I'm like, wow, there's like really nothing out here. No resources to teach kids computer programming. Now, I didn't put it past this kid because at three, he was already reading chapter books. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, OK, computer programming. And I did not find anything. And to, uh, I guess one thing led to another. And I said, hey, I'm going to use that idea for my class project. Mm-hmm. And this snowball actually into a real company two years later when I graduated.
0: So, that's awesome.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and that, that's really where it all started, just out of necessity being a parent.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think so many things that we see in the classroom are things that that we bring as parents, as teachers, or or seeing these are things that kids need. These are things that they're not getting just from handing out worksheets or just from looking in a book. These kids are interested and excited about new technologies and things. And so you actually started doing uh, some career work kind of uh, presentations in schools, right?
1: Yeah. So what, what happened with Kids at Code is that, you know, we were going to the local uh, areas. Now, just to give you an idea, I'm in the San Bernardino area. So the kids that go to school uh, in our school district, 99 percent of them are on uh, the free meal program. Okay. So it's very low income. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I would go to the classes, I would give what I call my cool careers and technology presentation for career day. Awesome. Uh, And I did that for free. And I noticed I was doing 40 or 50 of these every year. uh, And I noticed something is that, wow, kids, they're into all the technology, right? Kids as young as two can swipe an iPhone no problem, but they have no clue of the careers that are kind of associated with all of this tech. So right. I would show the kids computer programmers and engineers, and it was just a PowerPoint presentation, but they were going bananas. They were so excited to see all of this cool stuff. And I see all the time, because I'm an adult. I'm, I'm sort of like a, a, a tech nerd. So I Good. get all the feeds, right? I, get yeah, all sure. the, I see all the cool stuff coming out, but kids never see this stuff. And right. that's all I was doing, was just showing them this stuff, and the teachers and administrators were like Mr. Pat you got to come back they love it <laughs> and that that kind of got this whole idea of you know this tv show kind of you know just a, a a seedling at the at the time i yeah. just knew that the kids were just hungry to see this stuff
0: Yeah. Now we have a lot more programs. I mean, even just then probably five years back or so when you guys started that company, um, there's so many more programs now, so many more people noticing that kids need to hear about these STEM careers, but there's still a lot of focus on just, Hey, let's get kids to make slime. Let's have kids use spaghetti and marshmallows and build a tower. um, and, And let's just do a cool explosion. And, and okay. So we, so we did that. And now let's go back to everything else that we were doing in our classroom.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of funny is that coding, like you said in the beginning, when we started Kids at Code, Code.org just started also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another organization, uh, Girls Who Code, was another mm-hmm. organization who started. So we were right at the very beginning of this whole idea of teaching kids, giving them, I call the tools. Uh, but we didn't get to the point where it's funny uh, where they know the careers associated with it. I'll give you a great example. I, 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 I did a talk at a middle school and just recently, and the teacher wanted me to come in and te- uh, talk to her middle school students because she had been teaching them coding. Okay. Uh, but she got that dreaded question, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, I went. Really? They're they're asking you what the, they didn't make that connection yet. She's like, no, they don't. They do, they still don't understand. They they think it's cool, but they don't understand. What am I going to do with this? And isn't it funny? Like when when we you know talk to kids, they say the same thing about math.
0: Oh and yeah. Oh, about, when are we ever going to use this?
1: Yeah, exactly. When are we ever going to use this? So I went in and I did a Mr. Pat presentation, and they get it. They're like. Okay, now I understand why we're doing this stuff. I did not know that, hey, that Keurig coffee maker that I have, yeah, that's programmable, right? Someone had to code that, that exactly. someone had to engineer that, design that, and they start to get it. But you, you'd be surprised how little kids know about this.
0: Yeah. Well, even even kids often don't know what an engineer is. I mean, I I went to college for engineering and I still didn't really know what an engineer was when I got there. You you have a great story that I heard you tell about about your daughter in engineering.
1: Yeah. So uh, one thing that I I realized, like doing all of these uh, presentations, that kids can't be what they can't see. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I, I thought, hey, my job is just to show kids. What an engineer is, and you're right. You know, uh, most people don't even know what an engineer is, what do. And yeah. my daughter Madison, who was 10 at the time, I asked her. I said, you know, honey, um, you know, do you do you know what an engineer is? And she's like, uh, not not really. I said, well, have you ever seen an engineer? She's like, no. I said, well, do you know any famous engineers? Uh, and she's like, no. I I said. Okay, and then of course she asked me later on, "Well, Daddy, what is an engineer?" And I went, "Good Lord!" I mean, there you go. You know, we—it's—it's it's like that—that that story about I forget the guy's name, uh, the, the 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 famous football coach, and he would take his players in the locker room. He'd say, "Guys," he'd hold up a football and say, "This is a football." It's like we really, literally, got to get to the yeah. basic.
0: Yep. Well, and like you like you said, kids can't be what they can't see. That's just such an incredible quote, Pat. And again, we're chatting with Pat Person or Mr. Pat. Uh, you can find him on mrpat.org. But kids, yeah, they can't understand what an engineer is if they've never uh, experienced somebody who is an engineer and and that's going to be kind of the focus of the show that you guys are, are working on and creating for PBS, right? You're, you're in, in process of creating the pilot already.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're filming segments of the pilot right now. Uh, and the focus will be on showing, of course, kids, all the cool stuff, all the cool yeah. technology, but also the people behind it. Because when you start showing them this stuff and I do that, I show them, Uh, autonomous robots and things like that. And I talk about real life stuff. Like, hey, I'll show them Pepper, the Domino's pizza robot. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they go, oh, that's cool. That's cool. It can deliver pizza. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. But then uh, I ask them, hey, what do you think is going to happen when Domino's pizza is being delivered by robots? What do you think is going to happen? And then they start thinking, well, what's going to happen with the people who are delivering pizzas now? And I'm like, yeah. yes, exactly. And these kids, as young as fourth grade, start having these debates on automation, <laughs> robots, and how you know how's that gonna affect me when I get older? And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I never, ever had conversations like that when I was yeah. in third or fourth grade.
0: Yeah, well, I'm as a high school teacher myself, I mean, my kids are getting close to, the kids that I teach are close to graduation. And I tell them all the time, you're gonna be either working with robots or you're gonna be working for the robots. And, and if you can figure out a way to be more creative than those robots or figure out a way to repair and, and work with those things, um, then the sky's the limit for the types of jobs and careers that you can have in the future. But, but these kind of things are coming and if we're teaching, we're negligent if we're not telling kids about these things and these careers and, and, and how technology is changing the workforce every day.
1: You know, it's funny you should mention that because in our area, San Bernardino, we're kind of out in the suburbs, so we have tons of land. But one thing that's happened in our area in particular are these huge distribution centers that they're building all over our area. I mean, Uh in fact, there's one uh, Amazon distribution warehouse literally across the street from the the school that my my kids attend. So they walk by these buildings, we drive by all of these distribution centers and and they're just big giant boxes. What I do is I show them what's going on inside those distribution centers. And trust me, there's people there, but there's a whole lot of automation and robots going on and they have no clue what's happening literally 50 feet from their school. But that is going to be their future. Without a doubt, like you said, they're going to either work Along with robots, the downside is a robot may replace them if they don't have the skills. So that's really making that linkage, you know, that connection. Okay, what I'm doing now in school, how's that gonna translate into a career in the future? And even in an elementary school at third or fourth grade, they're already thinking about that stuff. Oh yeah. They literally are. They just all wanna be YouTube influencers. (laughs) <laughs> they all want to and streaming streaming
0: themselves playing video games on, on Twitch and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, they, but they're they're nevertheless they are thinking about it without a doubt, and that's that's been the sweet spot for the targeting of uh, audience for our show is elementary school, mainly fourth grade to sixth grade.
0: Yeah, kids at that age are so impressionable. They've they've learned a lot already, some of those basic skills in those lower elementaries. They they've seen some of those, like we said, just the simple projects like making slime and building a tower or, or working with robots, you know, just on the, the simple kind of coding level or playing with a game. But but they're at the point in those those middle years of okay, I want to start thinking about careers. I want to start thinking about what's possible. And I'm sure at a lot of those career exploration, those career days that you, you attended there, Pat, I'm guessing there was probably a lot of you know lawyers and doctors and medical professionals and firefighters and, and, and all those typical jobs that kids instantly think of.
1: But there was no one from engineering or computer programmer, even like from the art to graphic designers, people who oh. work with technology, animators. Uh, video game uh, developers, things like that. Uh, That was really kind of what got this, the ball in the motion for this TV show idea was bringing, showing the kids this stuff because just like you said, hey, they love video games. They play them all the time, but they also are curious on, okay, how do you make a game or what does it take? And I think we're doing a pretty decent job now of showing kids the tools you know, they're, lear- they're learning coding and programming, things like that. They just kind of have to see the end game. They really you do. I mean, I, you could ask a, a typical fourth or fifth grader, you know, who are, who are the people that inspire you? And hopefully they'll say their parents. But, of course, there's other people. But, you know, it's usually an athlete or there's maybe some celebrity. But they'll yeah. rarely say someone that's in the STEM or STEAM sort of field. Yeah, and, and, but once they find out who they are, they are definitely more inclined. And I think that's what we're we're just trying to do is just inspire the kids.
0: That's good. So let's let's go into that and dive into a little bit about the show that you guys are starting to create, the Mister Pat Project. Uh, the pilot's probably set to be done by the end of twenty nineteen. Uh, you hope to kind of at least release that so that teachers, educators, kids, and stuff can kind of see it and probably get some feedback on it, but. Really, the whole show is uh, hoped to be out in twenty twenty one. So this is still a work in progress, right?
1: Yeah, it is a work in progress. Uh, we have some fantastic ideas. We're taking the the, the original concept of what I, I did uh, in the classrooms when I would do the the career day presentations, and we're basically supersizing it, um, yeah. uh, using the technology and you know producing a show. And here's another thing that's, that's going to be interesting. The, the show is going to have a live studio audience of kids. Oh, wow. So uh, it, it's that interaction that I've had with kids when I would do uh, these presentations in their classroom. We wanted to capture that in a live studio audience because oh. you just got to see the, the kids' reactions when they see some of this cool technology. Yeah. The, it's priceless. You cannot, you, you cannot recreate. You can see the excitement. In, in their
0: energy, eye. the excitement, the, the passion that kids have when they get to see something that they've learned in a classroom into real life is is just incredible. I, I love that idea, Pat. I, I'm so glad just thinking of a of a show and actually having a live studio audience. That's that's great.
1: So I, I come from the Mr. Roger days. Oh yeah. Well, so that was uh, and that was like 40 years ago. Uh, and then about 20 years later this guy Bill Nye, the science mm-hmm. guy. Yep. It's funny how things kind of go in cycles, right? Yeah. Twenty years later, now we're bringing Mr. Pat yeah. to uh, a whole new generation of kids. And one other thing that's kind of funny, I, I say that you know the, this Mr. Pat show is going to be a groundbreaking show. And what uh, the reason why I say that is because me, Mr. Pat, uh, the host, I am part of that groundbreaking part of it. I'm half black, half Asian. I'm Blasian. And I'm (laughs) blazing the trail of showing kids, especially kids, you know, who are underrepresented or disadvantaged. Like, hey, there are people that look like you that are in STEM fields and doing fantastic things. And these are, again, another thing they need to see because they just don't see that at all.
0: Ever. Kids can't be what they can't see. Like, like you Man. said earlier. I mean, that's
1: you know what I, I, I've got to get that uh, co- copyrighted. Like, ex- in fact, I'm going to do it right now while we're we're on the podcast, <laughs> or at least
0: you know start printing some shirts and and things <laughs> like that. Exactly. But but I love the idea. Um, like you said, Pat, there are so many kids that don't realize that that it's possible for them. I mean, I think I think we've always grown you know, over the years saying any kid can grow up and become the president or things like that. Um, what do you want to be when you grow up? And and kids will say, I, I, I want to be uh, a quarterback. I want to be that famous gymnast. Um, but you're right to try to get kids to say, I want to be an engineer who works with with robots. I want to be a programmer that helps to create that next app that saves lives in hospitals the idea of your show is to show kids in a in a high energy environment that these are the types of careers these are the things that you can do and and just um what a what a great idea and an awesome thing that is now you're going to actually have like resources and ways for helping teachers to be able to use these things in the classroom too right
1: yeah, absolutely. That's that's kind of the second part of it. Um, you know, at our, at our website MrPat.org, we uh, have resources now yep. to, to give kids searching like just different terms: yeah. artificial intelligence, yeah. automation, uh, programming, uh, and also like uh, stuff in, in 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 the real world. Facts about uh, who was the first African American uh, astronaut. You know, these are things that uh, yeah. we don't really pay attention to. I and I'm guilty of that. When uh, I, I remember the days when uh, the space shuttle would take off regularly, now yeah. of course I was adult, but I never paid attention to who those astronauts were or who were on mission number one hundred or whatever. But then yeah. as I started looking through it, I went, "Wow, that was that woman was the first African American woman in space." I mean. Those sort of things that kids these days need know. And they have their they have the world at their fingertips. Uh, and it, it's kind of amazing. And that's one thing that the show is trying to do is kind of reach them at, at, at where they're at. And we mm-hmm. know kids are using media more than ever. Mm-hmm. That is really a main source of Everything they do—entertainment, information, anything that has to do with what's going on in the world—they get it from there, which is good and bad.
0: There's there's good so and bad it, to that, definitely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, it's it's. I, I think we need to reach them where they're at, uh, and mass media, whether it be uh, a PBS show or a YouTube channel. We can influence them because they're getting influenced, whether we oh, like it or
0: not. There we go. And that's probably one of the most important things uh, of, of this whole conversation today with, with you, Pat, um, that kids are being influenced. And if we're not doing the influencing in our classrooms and in our homes uh, or starting great shows like the Mr. Pat Project that you're starting, Pat, kids are going to be influenced by everything else and and there's no telling what... Um, what Depths or heights that those kids will be if but if we can push them to those heights then, then just what an incredible opportunity and Responsibility that we have to do that if I can just ask you Pat a couple of a couple of other last questions here uh, So we can let you get going to uh, you probably get got to get back to filming and things like that
1: <laughs> Exactly wardrobe.
0: <laughs> yeah um, So if if you had to think about what the what the future of STEM education is if you could if you could kind of describe what do you, What do you think it's gonna be or what do you hope it's gonna be?
1: Well, if, if I had, if I had to put money on it, I would think that STEM education is really going to, it's going to be heavily relied on, on YouTube and mm-hmm. video. Uh, their generation is just so, there has to be a screen in front of them Yeah, in order to really absorb anything nowadays. You know, yeah, I that have hook, I that have,
0: connection. I, yeah.
1: Exactly. I, I have a five-year-old. Her uh, her name is Peyton. She just started kindergarten. Now, in fact, today.
0: That's awesome.
1: But uh, she's in a, she's in a special education. And yeah. one thing about her is, you know, she's very very uh, tough to focus uh, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But put, put YouTube in front of her, and she'll be silent for hours if I let her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, goes back to that question of good and bad. So yeah. I think them, and especially what teachers are doing, is going to a lot of it's going to do with them uh, first getting that hands on approach that we are already started to do, teaching yep. kids cleaning and things like that. Teachers becoming uh, 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 more educated, uh, especially with like shows like what you have. And your mm-hmm. podcast and all the resources you have to, you mm-hmm. know, get that one-on-one. But let's be honest: the kids are always going to have YouTube, and they're always going to go that to that source. They are. And what I'm trying to do, and what really what teachers and educators are trying to do, we're just trying to inspire them. So we can yeah. we know that a kid that's inspired will spend hours on tinkering with things or try to build things or even as something as little as creating slime. Yeah. They will spend hours just trying to learn how to do that. Yeah. But there are lessons that come out of that, right? You know, chemistry, oh, yeah. how, how does that works. So I really think that is the future of STEM is, is, video, is video integration. Uh, and I think yeah. we need to kind of move it even more forward and have more shows or have experts who can talk to kids.
0: Yeah. Video is where it's going to be. That's awesome. That's good. Some very good thoughts there. I always a lot of times say that inspiration is more important than instruction. And it sounds like, sounds like you kind of think that same thing as well. One last question, Pat. I love to ask everybody, if you could sit down and have dinner with somebody from STEM, past or present, who would you love to just sit down and, and, and just share a meal with and, and talk with?
1: kind of STEM-related, yep. um, and, and it's something that I, I show kids uh, at, during my presentation, I do career day presentations. I ask them, who was the first self-made female millionaire in the United States? And they, you know, typically the kids will say, was it uh, Oprah? <laughs> or, you know, they're, they're, they're not sure who it is. it Michelle Obama? Uh, I'm like, no. And and I said, well, the first female millionaire was a a lady by the name of uh, Madam C.J. Walker. She was African-American. And she became a self-made millionaire in the 20s. Yeah. So this is back in the day when there was uh, a lot of of racial problems and strife and discrimination. Right. She created beauty products for African-Americans.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: When I tell this story, especially kids of, of color or, or, uh, or young uh, African-American girls, their eyes get wide because they never even considered that yeah. a, a black woman would be the first self-made millionaire. And I would love to sit across with dinner with her and say, you know, number one, how how are how you this is so incredible that you could take this recipe to make these beauty products to become a millionaire in in this at the time when yeah you know it was it was completely like the thought is it's not even it's like completely impossible
0: hard to comprehend yeah
1: Okay, to comprehend, and I've I've read her book about her life, and she bought a home, a, a mansion that she bought, and her neighbors were like the richest men in the world at the time, like the Rockefellers <laughs> and the Carnegies. Wow! her neighbors, so yeah. I'm like, man, I would love to be able to sit across from her and yeah. and, and and hear this story because I look at. You know, when we talk about STEM, it's not just robotics. Just oh yeah. It's not, not just technology. There's science in it, and and creating beauty products is definitely science based. Oh, definitely. And I, I think that's something that uh, I I met. I would I would love to just be sitting across from her and just just you know just hear hear her story, the way she tells it. You know how, yeah. how she felt. Yeah. And, so that, and what that, a Adam
0: Madam C. J. Walker, what an incredible story for even for educators to be telling their students about and getting. If you don't have a biography in your classroom, teachers about Madam C. J. Walker, um, make sure that you get one this school year and put it out and let the kids learn about about her and and the, and the amazing amazing story. Uh, kids need to know those amazing stories, and it sounds like that's what you're what you're doing, Pat, uh, Mister Pat, especially on your new show that's coming out. Uh, teachers should be looking for it, uh, check out MrPat.org to be finding out more information or at Real Mr. on Twitter. Um, any other last thoughts you want to share with us today,
1: Pat? You know what? I, 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 I want to share that I think educators uh, in particular are doing a fantastic job of educating kids and just yeah. really it, the, the passion comes through. I see it all of the time we are trying to find ways to like you said just inspire the kids Mm -hmm. because that inspiration is is really going to lead to perspiration because they'll be so excited and want to do the things that we know that they can do so to all the educators keep doing what you're doing it is working we just gotta tailor what we're doing um so they will be ready for the real world.
0: That's awesome. Uh, well put, uh, Pat. Again, chatting with Pat Person, uh, AKA Mr. Pat. Um, it's been a great privilege having you on the show today and, and sharing all your ideas with educators. And I hope people will take advantage of, uh, w- of the new show, the Mr. Pat Project, when it does come out. And if you're listening to this now, you can say, I knew Mr. Pat way back when. So um, before, he was, before he was the, the star.
1: oh man let's 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 if you know if that happens then i'll know that we inspired millions of kids and that's really where my heart is at is like hey let's just get this information in front of the kids uh and everything else will take care of itself
0: that's awesome um well thanks again for joining us on this episode of stem everyday podcast uh educators we just really appreciate all the time that you share with us listening to these great educators, these great people doing things to add more science, technology, engineering, and math to your classroom, because that's really like you said, Pat, it's what it's all about, it's about these kids. And we need to be doing the best job that we can every day. You can subscribe on iTunes, your favorite podcast app, to the STEM Everyday Podcast. You can leave a review. Uh, you can connect with me on Twitter at Daily STEM or at DailySTEM.com. I'd love to chat. I always love to help. And we'll talk to you again next time. You're listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit remarkablechatter.com.